No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, I'm sitting down with a man who's been making some noise on these internet so, streets. You already know. Rockstar 2800. You already know. Rockstar Smut Free TV. We in the building. So is, is hip-hop trends dead? Uh, no, nah, some legality going on right now. Like what? You're getting shut out by the nah. original owner or something? Nah, 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 not that. It's just... You know, I gotta make it make sense. I gotta make it make sense. You know, we uh, I built it to a point to where I feel like it's notable. It, it's gotten to, and we decided it's basically just a renegotiation phase, right? Really? Yeah. So there's an owner, or are you the owner? No, no, a partner. Part. Partner. Partner. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like and it. And we got different visions on how you know the stuff been going, and you know. I mean, I was always, always had my own smut free. I always had that from the beginning. I took the back seat to trying to, you know, build hip hop trends, get it off the ground. Okay. You know, I feel like we didn't came to a point to where we definitely then made some noise and, you know, stamped ourselves out here in these internet streets. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of people hollering, hollering, trying to come, you know, give us some money or whatever. And it's just, we got to get down to our business before we get to other business. Okay. If we can't do that, then we ain't going to have no business. Interesting. So, you know, so Smut Free TV, Rockstar 2800, YouTube page, cracking. What about right people now. who have Smut? You can't post them? Nah, I mean. There's a lot of Smut going nah, around these yeah, days. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. You Some know, have called me a Smut peddler. You know a lot about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but then there's the Smut of like Smut on my name, i.e. like you're a snitch yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah, but you ain't got no Smut like that, do you? No, you sure? I mean, I'll be happy to snitch, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, it came down to I it. I heard something about something. No, yeah, I would I would probably call the cops, yeah. Somebody did like seven years? No. You sure? No, but I did. I called the, the cops on some crackheads one time. No, a dude tried to rob your store. You don't know He got that? seven years? Yeah, yeah. Who told you that? Uh, maybe I have an inside source. Maybe we know the individual. Well, that would make me happy as if that was true, but I, I don't know anything about you that. Called. No, but I did go to court. <laughs> you you went to court. You got on the stand. No, they canceled it. I, I got up at like five in the morning or something. I'm in the courtroom at like seven thirty or eight in the morning, and then I see the kid sitting with his dad right there. For the record, we're talking about the kid who put the gun in my face. Go search it if you're a new fan. And uh, I mean, I seen him with Is his that pops. The same one. That's not the same one. That's the only person I can think of that no. could ever get seven years. Oh, okay. Your store. But then, okay, if we're talking about... And the dude locked himself in... You're right, though, because then two days later, I'm interviewing Big Boy of Big Boy in the Morning out mm -hmm. here, and a, a fool walks right into the store with a, 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 a BB gun, mm. points it at the employee, yeah. walks the employee as if he's going to take him into the back of the store, and the employee opens the door, bow, closes the door, the fool throws the gun on the ground, runs out, gets in his car... And, and then just stays there, and the cops surround his car. I never really, I, I, I got a couple of calls from, like, you know, legal people about that, but I never really heard anything about it. But if he got seven years for that, that's insane. <laughs> did you go to court on that one? No. Oh, okay. No, but I did call the cops on some bums outside my house that one time. Okay. Did you go to court on that? Back in the day, no. Did you ever get on the stand for anybody? No. Okay. But if they give me a good offer. But you made a statement. Yeah. Yeah. That's good enough. <laughs> hey, I'm just a regular guy. That's good enough. <laughs> I'm not That's good enough shit. in these streets. I could have sat here and lied. Um, all right, so give me the, the origin story of Rockstar 2800. Where are you coming from? Where were you born? Rockstar 2800. I'm a West Coast baby. I, I was born, actually, I was born in Arizona. You know what I'm saying? I was born in Arizona. Moms came out here. 
91, 92. I came right along with her. I was born in 89. Um, you know, I lived out here through the riots, all that young. Oh, lived all over L.A., lived all over L.A., you know what I'm saying, from South Central Inglewood, Hollywood, you know, Valley, a little bit everywhere here and there. Um, what else, gangbanging? I mean, getting into it. You know, as a kid, I always wanted to rap, though, like since probably I was like seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. As far as rapping, rapping, it was just like instrumentals, rapping, hustling, trying to find some money. You know, uh, I was selling CDs and DVDs out here. Okay. You know, hey, to be real, L.A. for me was like, L.A. for me was like either robbing or selling CDs and DVDs. Mm-hmm. I like, as far as drug dealing out here, I never was on that. You know what I'm saying? But older, when I got older and I went back to Arizona, you know, that's later down in my story. Okay. But as far as growing up, L.A., young, single mother. So you joined the gang at what age? About... 12, 13. What gang are we talking here? West Boulevard, Crip. Okay. How did this take place? Uh, How did this take place? You said, boy, this I mean, you're 12 crazy. years old. How do you end up this in position? This sounding crazy. Okay. So, um, <laughs> at the times, you know, mom, you know what I'm saying? No pops. Don't even know my pops. You feel me? So, the streets just, it just, you know, it was my family at the time. You know, I was in group homes, foster homes. I would AWOL a lot from these places, hanging out with the homies. You feel me? Just thugging. Just in and out the streets. You know what I'm saying? Just when everybody had to go in and they had parents and the lights came on, I was still outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was hanging with my because I wasn't supposed to be hanging with. Right. 12, 13 years old. You feel me? So that's how that happened. You know, I met my best friend, rest in peace, tatted on my arm, uh, Crenshaw High School, and uh, just took off from there. His whole family is from the neighborhood. You feel me? So me and him just instantly clicked. Just start being everyday roadies, you know what I'm saying, in these streets, just thugging. And then, you know, join hood, join the hood, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, his brother was a general over there, baby KK. Did they have saying? to woo-wop you in Rest there? In oh, yeah, come on. How long that last? I'm from 28th Street, so we're going to do 28 seconds. Oh, that's it. You know what I'm saying? 28 seconds. That seconds. That seems kind of long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's long if you don't know how to fight. Well, it's, I mean, it's a lot better than being at 98th Street and they're doing 98 seconds or whatever. No, no, yeah, no offense to 98th Street. I don't know what they got going on out there, but I mean, for sure, 28's a lot better. I mean, 17th Street yeah. would be great. Yeah, I mean, 28 with two people, about two, three people. Oh, okay. So you, know. you get fucked up, or you're all right. No, I'm straight. You feel me? All right. I ain't get knocked out, knocked down, or nothing. But you know, right. You know, you just got so you got heart. You know what I'm saying? You willing to do that? You wouldn't. You know, you gonna face. Fear in the eyes, you feel me? Like, shit like that gonna happen. You feel me? I think the homies just be preparing. You really wanna join this shit? Then, you know, we gonna teach you some discipline about So was life normal after that, or they start sending you on missions and shit? I mean, nah, nah, it was turned up. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker right here. You See, you started to answer it super normal, though. Like, nah, nah, nigga. it was cool. You a cold boy? You a cold Hey, but no, nah, for real though, no. Nah, like, I mean, it was turned up. I'm gonna be real. My, I always said, like, my first couple months of being from the hood is, like, that's, like, the most work we ever put in. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to earn your, your stripes, up. right? Straight up. So, you know, yeah, it was turned up. It was really like that. You know what I'm saying? Movie. For real, for real. Okay. You ever get locked up and shit, or what was that like? Nah, I mean, I've been apprehended. I mean, I've been, you know, took down to the I've been with a rash, you know, by the grace of God throughout L.A., you know what I'm saying? And trust me. It, it, it could have been times, you know what I'm saying, right. when 
you know, but I wiggled and you know what I'm saying, and I'm here. You graduate high school or anything? Uh, high school, I did. I got kicked out of Crenshaw. Went to alternative schools. What'd you get kicked that. out for? Uh, man, all type of shit. So I went to Hollywood. Got kicked out of there for fighting Fairfax. Uh, got kicked out of there for dress code and uh, Crenshaw. I, I just didn't go to class. Dress code? You getting too fly? Nah, nah. They had this thing where you couldn't wear white tees. Really? At a particular time. Because, I felt like the uh, white tee is like the safest thing. Exactly. Right. But, uh, you know, the Mexicans, this happened oh, way man. back then. They was talking about they was going to kill any nigga wearing white tees and shit. And, you know, everybody was feared for the young black men. Like, you know, stop wearing white tees to school. They try to make it a rule. Bro, like 2007? It was yeah, everyone yeah, just yeah, had like, a giant white tee. No, for sure. <laughs> no, no. And we, okay. no. We was 04, 03, 04, okay. 05. But we, we were on the East Coast, right? <laughs> yeah. And I remember, so we're watching like the skaters and the BMX dudes and stuff. And then one day, it's just like all the dudes from LA had giant white tees on. And I remember yeah. just being blown away because that just had not really caught on on the East Coast. But it did. It, it ended up catching Pro on. Pro clubs. Yeah, they been at it. I mean, yeah. they had it down south. It just goes through waves. Cash man. money, hot boys, they was wearing big ass t-shirts. <laughs> and my white tee. You ever wore? You was wearing big ass t-shirts? <laughs> I don't know how big. Are you fascinated with gang culture? Duh, I'm talking to you, right? Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> you cold. Hey. No, I always been like that, though, since I was a little baby. Yeah. yeah. Why? I mean, why was I listening to Doggy Style why? over and over? I so, was I was in second grade. So look, do you know the difference between the blood and the crib cards? You know the neighborhoods, the gangsters. Do I you know mean, that. Do you understand? I wouldn't be able to break down their statistics for the last twenty years or anything like that, but I have an overall idea. You know? Do you understand the literature and the oaths that Chicago gangs take? Oaths? No. I'm not getting that deep. I'm telling you, it get deep, though. If they when try to get me to take an oath, shit. I'm going rec- nah. to say no thank you, <laughs> nah, sir. Nah, not you taking an oath, but understanding that, you know, this shit could be, you know, this shit get a little The BDs technical. and the GDs, they got, they got oaths? They got, like, literature and shit. Like, when they go to jail, they got to read scriptures and shit. If yeah. they don't know that shit, some of them they get taken off on. See, that's not appealing to me. I'm just yeah. trying to slide. But... <laughs> What is this nigga talking about? Adam, you full of shit. You full of shit, man. Straight up. You full of shit. Yeah, I am I am full of shit. Um, okay. But so then so what what happens like like through your uh twenties or whatever? Like like what do you do after uh, the the school part of your life ends? I mean, school it really is just like shit. It's streets, just you know, really getting into bullshit. You know, uh, at this particular time, I done built a name, and it's just back and forth, back and forth. It's, you know, I got to get the fuck out the way, you know what I'm saying, type shit. So, you know, 20s, I just, you know, I was focusing. I was rapping. I wasn't rap. I wasn't really taking this shit. Listen, I, I ain't really start like, I was rapping the whole time, and, like, the hood know I rap, and everybody know I rap, but as far as, like, with me, I'm a presentation mm. type. I like to present shit a certain way. Not no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So me, I'm like, I'm trying to put money behind it. I need the right person to hear it. You know what I'm saying? I will push it out. And to me, it was just like, it's, it's mediocre the way I'm pushing this shit out. You know, I didn't really start taking it serious. Like like I said, till I started hustling. till I really started getting some real money. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be like, what, 24, 23, 24. I had my baby, 24, 25. I had okay. my, my first child. Your kid made you want to get into selling drugs? Nah, come on, don't say that. Well, that's not at all. I was selling drugs before she came in, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. She did definitely made it. Made she made motherfucker go harder. Right. You know, you know. 
So at the time, I'm, I'm going hard. I'm putting shit in perspective. So now I really want to rap. Like, I really want to take this shit serious because I know I can rap, but now, now I can put the, I can do something with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so now I'm going around. I'm getting features. I'm running into people, everybody coming through. Um, you know, I came, I came back to AZ probably like what? I've been back and forth like damn near since I was like 17, 18. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Back and forth, back and forth. But I, I start staying there probably like 23, 24. You know what I'm saying? Start staying there. And um, when I'm out there, like, like it's a different feel. It's a different, like, you can't go rob. You feel me? Because everybody got a pistol. Mm. You feel me? Like, they done made a law where you anybody could conceal now. You know what I'm saying? Old lady, don't matter. You don't need no license, nothing. Really? So niggas ain't out there flocking and robbing like L.A. Right. It's not like that. You feel me? You're you going to be very careful who you walk up on and approach. <laughs> the really? motherfucker going to shoot your ass down. So out there, the hustle game was more for me, you know, and I, and I adapted to that in a certain area. You know what I'm saying? They got a, like a, a little figure row out there. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? 27th Avenue shit be going down. You had some hoes Cracking. on the stroll? <laughs> Man, I done did it all, Adam. Really? I done had a little bit of everything, but look. You got a little bit of sharpening? <laughs> you got sharp, sharp in your heart? Know, hey, Sharp know what's happening with this ism. Really? Yeah, sharp if Sharp was, was here, he would ask you all kinds of questions <laughs> to figure out how real nah, you are. That's my, no, Sharp know. Yeah. That's okay, my okay. nigga. Yeah, he, he know what's happening. Hey, but uh, nah, so yeah, I, you know, I started really getting the name out there for hustling, doing my thing. I started throwing shows out there, putting my hustle money with these shows and putting it behind my music, get these features. So I figured, look, what's the best promotion? What's the, what, what's the best promotion? You know what I'm saying? What's the best promotion? Put myself on headliners shows. You know what I'm saying? Put myself on the flyer, put myself on the billboard. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started doing in Arizona. I was throwing shows. We brought everybody out. I mean, everybody. I, I did a lot of stuff. But uh, so Mozzie, I did songs with Mozzie. I did songs with Slim 400, and I did songs with AD. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Even more people to name that songs ain't came out yet, but those are songs that are currently out right now. You know what I'm saying? Mozzie, I brought them to where I trapped at, where I hustled. You know what I'm saying? Showed them that, you know. It's some hood shit out here. You know? It's hazy when they came through. I, basically, it was just easier for me to run through artists out there, you know, versus being out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. When they come through, it's not a lot of niggas like me that can mm-hmm. really get up on niggas. So I was I was marketing and you know what I'm saying? Like, come through the strip club. I'm in the strip club. I'm a nigga in the strip club at the time. I'm mm-hmm. hustling. I'm rapping. I know the DJs. I know everybody. Boom. Rapper come through there. They got to holler at me. Mm-hmm. Plus, I got the gas. You know what I'm saying? So I just kept it. You know, I kept everything full circle, like, just kept my relationships from back then, from meeting everybody, from throwing shows, to, you know, coming back now when I'm doing this interview stuff, media, you know what I'm saying? Right. I know we getting a little off, but... So you, you book a Mozzie show, he's getting paid X amount of dollars, and then once you get him in the whip, when you go to pick him up at the airport or whatever, you start being like, hey, yeah, I want to do a feature too, and then you get him for the low. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I didn't book no Mozzie, so I, I, oh, okay. I'm going to get that. I didn't oh, do no Mozzie. Right. Mozzie was coming through there, and I was friends with all the promoters in town, like whenever it's a show. And, you know, when Mozzie came through, he was doing features, and I ran up on him, and we hollered. You feel me? Only Crip nigga. They was all bloods. You feel me? And we hollered. Boom, boom, boom. We chopped it up. It was all love. That Man, listen, I'm going to keep it real. I got to shout out Mozzie on this <laughs> because the shit that he gave me back then, the niggas ain't gonna get right now from him. Like I'm really? saying, the verse, he went the, off. the number. I'm talking about mm. the number. They gave me a beat in a verse for a good number. Okay. That nigga will never get right now. And they cleared the and they cleared it for me. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's like the first song I've really seen some rap <laughs> money off. Shout out Mozzie and Davo. Shout out Mozzie. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, because you know who uh, does this thing in Arizona is Boo Like Kev. Yeah, I know Boo Like Because Boo Like Kev, he has a nightclub out there. Yeah, I know Eleven I'm, Eleven. Co- I'm convinced that's how he's getting some of these interviews. He gets some fire interviews. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe he oh, books yeah. him at the club or some shit. And then he's oh, like, yeah, hey, but nah. you got to do the interview when you come to L.A. Uh, Boom. No, no, probably. Hey, but look, that's genius. That's smart. You know what I'm saying? That's genius. You know what I'm saying? Boo They cracking out there for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll be out there and, you know, I know the truth. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There Arizona different. Arizona different, man. Yeah. You don't like Arizona. Uh, I've been to Arizona a few times riding bikes and stuff. Insanely yeah. hot from my experience. And then also, it seems like it's probably, like, quite a bit safer, right? Like, that's where people end up going once they're sick of living in L.A., right? Mm, kind of. Yeah, it seems like people go there in Vegas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. It's, it, to me, it's like, look, you got to know your shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be in these certain type of states, mm. you know, you, you're able to carry. It's, it's certain shit you get away. And now we legal everywhere. We legal out there. Yeah. Fully. I remember uh, Wack one time telling me, though, be careful if somebody lives in Arizona or Vegas and they're from L.A. because they, they might have moved there because they <laughs> snitched and they're not allowed in their neighborhood anymore. Yeah, Wack be on Not to put that on you or anything. Yeah, but. Wack. But Wack know the truth about me. They don't too. Listen, okay. I ain't worried about nothing. It's in this shit. They know I'm too... I'm 200 out here, too solid. My name, you know, I'm more like a media. I got to get on you, too, because you was talking shit, talking about I'm a shit starter. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I'm far from a shit starter. Matter of fact, you the biggest shit starter of them all. You, that might be fair. Yeah, you instigate shit on I know day. my own kind. But when I look at uh, you on the clubhouse streets. Well, yeah, shit starters. No, I'm not a shit starter. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm more like a mediator. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. the one that's preventing this shit to try to go further. I'll be like, can we come to a resolution? I let them get their shit about the way. But in the meantime, you're going to make some content. Yeah, but see, I can admit when I'm on bullshit. Mm-hmm. When you on bullshit, you play the victim. Mm. Let's talk about it. Play the victim. Let's talk about I it. I am the victim. <laughs> ah, see? See? <laughs> Let's talk about it. I don't got to play. I'm saying. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. I'm saying talk about it. Can, People I, always say that on podcasts look, now. Look, we go talk. Let's yeah, talk about let's it. But then they don't it. talk about it. Let's talk about it. Talk so, about it. You know, I'm just saying, like when it comes down to these certain situations or whatnot, you know, and uh, instigate, like uh, let's talk about the uh, 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 the Chicago shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ruger was tripping on you mm-hmm. about asking him certain questions, right? And uh, whatnot. And then uh, you know, you you're not backing down from what you're saying. You're saying that look. I just went along with it because he's telling you don't do it. Right. Don't do the certain stuff. And you told him. Did you really tell him Okay, you wasn't going to do it? I didn't say I wasn't going to ask you him any questions. I just said, yeah, I'm not going to go crazy on you, which I was used to because I've interviewed him before. Yeah. And he doesn't like it when people make the whole thing about his ops, which is a problem that many of the GDs deal with is that people do interviews with him and they want to talk about their ops because their ops are more famous or whatever. I've heard GDs complaining about this shit. And uh, – but I, I implore anyone to go listen to that Ruger interview and tell me how much I talked about his ops. I asked him one question about Dirk from what I remember, which was basically because the academics and Dirk interview had just came out where Ruger, uh, where they asked Dirk about Ruger by name, which as far as I know, that's the first time he ever talked about him by name in an interview. Mm-hmm. And Dirk talked about how, you know, he didn't go to the Kanye show or whatever because they had booked his ops on the show. If you're a rap interviewer and you don't ask Ruger about the thing that Dirk just said about him, you're not doing your job. 
And mm-hmm. academics tapped in with me and actually said, he goes, he was really mad at you for asking him about Dirk. I would have made the whole interview about Dirk. <laughs> and I'm like, I know you would. See, but he would never I, sit down with him. Yes, he so would. He, oh, oh so? would Axe sit down with Ruga? Maybe now, but like, I don't know. Before all this, probably not. I don't know. But either way, like, I didn't really ask him that much. And then the the one thing that I did do fucked up, though, is he told me he didn't want to put the interview out. And I should have hit him up and been like, yo, I'm putting the interview out anyway. That was a good interview. I don't want to fucking waste it. And then he probably would have been mad, but at least I would have been straight up with well, him. Look, do you care if any of these people kill each other? Yeah, of course. No, you don't. No, I do. That's All death is bad. That's not the truth. I'm anti-death, but believe then, it or not. But then just leave certain shit alone there. Like what? If it's already out there, because how many times have we been down this road where, you know, ops against ops and all this, right? And I'm just saying, I understand the purpose of the interview. Like, you wouldn't have interviewed him if you wasn't going to ask him that question, and he should have known that on his own. Like, so I'm going to agree with you on certain shit, but then I I just can't, like... You ever listen to Ruga? I'm not familiar, but... Every he- song... <laughs> There's about 50 fucking dead BDs. Every song, everybody's so dying. So that's all you got to talk about? All I'm saying is that you can't be mad at me when every goddamn song is a diss track Dead. and you're smoking on everybody under the face of the fucking sun, yeah. every Oblockian you ever heard of, and then I do an interview with you and you're going to trip about me asking you about one extremely famous op of yours who just mentioned you on an extremely high-profile interview. His yeah. first interview in years. Come on. Yeah. But anyway, Ruga and me, we're going to see each other when we see each other. No. Yeah, he came in the clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? Him and folks got into it. Yeah. Then Wag Challenge. Shout out, him. folks. Wag Challenge new. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Folks on you too about that DJU shit. That was funny, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I already had heard that story about him bringing DJU. <laughs> you let DJU come over here and tell that story, man? I, I, I want to know if the story is true or not because I had already heard that story from somebody man. else before I even heard it from he him. He talks about it on the Big Folks and Friends show, man. You know, oh, okay. I'm the co-host of that show, man. We got a big folks and friends show big dropping, folks. coming he's a, he's soon. A good guy, yeah, funny guy. Folks, folks, <laughs> folks are fools. Shout out my Chicago. So, so okay, how do you know uh, Brick Baby? Brick Baby, Brick Baby, uh, Brick Baby. We was from a clique before we started banging hoods. We was from a clique called CIP. What that stands for? Completely irresistible pimps. Woo, that's a, a cool name. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a yeah. sign of the times. You wouldn't yeah. really hear about a crew name that so, these so, days, right? So that click started inside my hood, West Boulevard, West Boulevard Crips. You feel me? So Brick Baby used to live in my hood. They actually still own property in my hood. You know what I'm saying? So Brick Baby was kind of always with my homies. You feel me? Uh-huh. And then uh, he gradually turned six zero. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the years and whatnot. And then, you know, he always kept us close, though. It always been because we already close with the six zero. So a lot of people know all. Uh, you know, know our history or whatnot, so. Okay. Yeah, but no, me and Brick was thug in a young age, you know what I'm saying, before the cameras, before the rapping, but so, okay, all that shit. Hood hopping is, like, the biggest no-no, or it's, nah, like, very frowned upon. He ain't no hood hopper, though. No, I'm, I'm saying, but, like, there's this whole weird generational divide where a lot of people are from certain cliques, and then they joined a real gang, and that is okay. Kind of interesting from yeah, an outsider click. perspective. Yeah, because we be young at the same time. A lot of people don't know God. They be from this neighborhood. A lot of people from them clips, clicks turned out to be from other hoods too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people didn't look at it. I mean, it was more high school fun. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, some people took it serious. Some people was banging clicks like gangs. You didn't I jerk? I was one of them. 
Nah, hell no. Why not? I was not part of that drug movement. Too big? No clown movement, no n- none of that. No clown dancing, none of that. I don't think I could have been a dancer. I don't do none of that. If I had lived through that, I'd be like, nah, that shit gay. Yeah, yeah you ain't going to see no old videos of me jerking and doing none of that. Right. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> I don't get down like that. All right. So is, is, is Big Meech from your hood? Uh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's where, I mean, I can confirm that because, for one, he called in to a homie. So I guess he has family. He has a nephew that was in the hood. He was in the hood back in the day. We're going to say, like, 90s, you know what I'm saying, early 90s, growing up. Uh-huh. He used to be coming back and forth. He got family in the hood. He was attached to some close homeboys. He tapped in with a homie from uh from prison, you feel me? And he ended up running in to two. Two of the homies, you know what I'm saying? Some real generals mm. while he was in the feds. Took pictures with him, and the homie tatted him and all that. He from the hood. He banging West Boulevard. Wow. They call him Big Zippo. Really? Where'd he get that name? <laughs> I do not know. They had a Zippo lighter Listen, one time? Let me tell you, this is above my pay grade. I'm going to okay. tell you. Like, I don't, <laughs> just a messenger? You know, just, just what you heard? <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? But no, nah, the, uh, the niggas that was in there with him, they out right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, they just got out. I'm doing about 17. Okay. So, you know, they, you know, we're going to see what happened when he come home. Got it. You when, know what I'm saying? When did you uh, turn your powers away from, like, booking artists so much and, and rapping and put it more towards the media side of things? Man, you already know, the pandemic. Ah. It got ugly. You couldn't book any artists for a while? <sighs> Man, we, we still got deposits to this day. Really? Mm. Because uh, it was so ugly. You know, you can only do 50% capacity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we was bringing people, and people just wasn't even showing up for the 50% capacity. That was the best. when I Because be, I'm a person that I <laughs> hate going terrible. to the club. I hate. I don't want to go out ever. And I would see videos of people in the club, and it was half capacity. <laughs> and it would look so lame. And I would just be like, bro, this is why, this is why I don't want to go out. I know it's like normally it's packed, but look how lame it is even when there's like not that many people there. Yeah, it was terrible. So we lost some money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Had a pivot. So we just went, you know, it was a pandemic time, and I'm like, fuck it. My homeboy actually was telling me, uh, we already had the blog up. We had the website, Hip Hop Trends. We had the YouTube. Uh-huh. Wasn't really doing nothing. My homeboy was like, get on Clubhouse. My homeboy, Nate Poe from Far Far. He got a shit called Mixed Emotions. We was doing uh, relationship-based rooms, uh-huh. and that shit was killing. That shit was bringing all the females in there, uh, all of L.A., you know what I'm saying? So he had us in there. So I'm like, ooh. I'm like, I don't really hear nobody talking about hip hop on here, like really bringing up the discussions about, you know, jump all this shit. So I had a niche on there, you know what I'm saying? A niche. Niche. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I think I, you can say niche too. Yeah, I know. It's kind of <laughs> weird, know, right? I know it is. It's so different sounding. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I started Hip Hop Trends on there, Hip Hop Trends Clubhouse. And, you know, people just gravitated to it. They wanted to come in there. And plus, I, I was different. I disrupted the whole clubhouse system. Really? Why? Because, like, I gave people a voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them rooms, a lot of them rooms, like, people don't get on stage. They get kicked down. They not a lot. Like, whack rooms especially. They really? not letting niggas up. His rooms are harsh. Bro, they is not letting niggas up, bro. You're really? not really from, bro. They picking and choosing. You say some dumb shit, they get on your ass. And and that's how they run their shit. I'm not knocking none of their shit because, you know, me and Wack, we, you know, we we here and there. You know, I don't know what our relationship is like, but. Really? Yeah, we here and there. I thought <laughs> you guys were cool. It's up we, and down? Yeah, it be, it be up and down, man. It's, uh-huh. it's up and down. You know what I'm saying? But, What's he mad at you about right now? 
uh, I think the last thing was the green beam. What's that? Uh, so the green beam is like being moderated, like a moderator. Okay. And, and once you do that to a person, they got the power to bring people up on stage mm -hmm. or kick them off. Right. You feel me? I, I People play clubhouse games. That's what I'm saying. It, people play in a whole nother world. Wack got a whole different world on. He has a digital army, mm -hmm. literally. You feel me? My room ain't ran like that. We don't fall by no politics, clubhouse politics. I don't give a fuck about who you think you are or where you came from. We don't care about none of that. If you talking ignorant or you on some bullshit, we don't really we don't really get down like that. We'll kick you up out this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh whack come with a certain energy. That's the homie come with a certain energy. When the motherfuckers come, when whack come, all the trolls come for some reason. Woo woo woo. Motherfuckers get to talking crazy and you know what I'm saying? So I be having my shit a little bit more controlled. Sometimes it get out of control, but we we tighten up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And them other rooms, they ain't gonna do that. They they smashing on you. They gonna pack you up, get you up out of here. I'm willing to have a conversation with you and give you a voice, give you the floor. This really hear both sides of the story. This sounds a lot like jail. Uh, <laughs> just like weird yeah, little rules see, and all the different see, rooms. But see, but that's the mentality from coming like whack treat that shit like jail too. Right. He rolling, he talking about rolling motherfuckers off off the floor and shit. I'll be like, man, what's, the, what's this nigga talking about? You know what I'm saying? So I, I just feel like I disrupted it, you know what I'm saying, to where I, I had my own lane and, you know, I made some noise to where I was able to cover the no jumper shit that was going on. Mm. When nobody doing it on there, I was able to bring motherfuckers on. You know, I mediated a lot of y'all beefs, mm. a lot of y'all shit. Like what? <laughs> From Lush to Flacco, from I wasn't there. Oh, you okay. Smack. You're talking about when Lush and Flacco were supposed to fight? Yeah, yeah okay, that. I that got did. Lush yeah, that on there. Uh, made him apologize to <laughs> Flacco. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Who else? We had T-Rail, Smack, Incident. We, man, anybody come on, Gina and Flacco. Wow. Yeah, we was doing all the mediating, all the shit, like making sure, you know, motherfuckers wanted to know, like, I was able to mediate that shit. I'm like, that's why I say, when you call me a shit starter, I kind of took offense to it because I'm shit sitting lessener. there. Yeah, I'm trying to mediate mm. shit. You know, I let people get off. They're going to get off. You can't control a motherfucking mouth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't put guns to everybody's head and tell them come up in here and, and talk crazy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas blame me for whack. For whack coming in the room. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know if you remember the 1090 shit. What happened with him on that? He came up in there and whack went crazy on him. But oh, okay. that wasn't my intentions. You feel me? Like, my intentions is for people to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Whatever goes left goes left, right? You know, I can't control that. So... I just want people to know I'm not no setup artist. I don't get down like that. You know, when you come to me, I'm giving you a platform. I'm giving, I'm giving the unknown a, a, a place to go. You okay. know what I'm saying? If you, if you the underdog or you got a story and it's newsworthy, come fuck with me at Smurfy TV. You know what I'm saying? We're going to throw you up on there. We're going to hear your side. How many hours a day are you on this at night and shit? Man, that shit, let me tell you. Earlier, <laughs> earlier on, it was it was out of control, you know what I'm saying, just to get it cracking, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying. But now, you know, we, we managed it, you know what I'm saying. I've managed it, you know what I'm saying, because you know I, I did have to. But now it's making me money. I'm monetizing. Yeah, how do you monetize it? Yeah, I'm monetizing. I just stream the rooms. I stream the rooms through my YouTube. Oh, okay. Clip it up, you know what I'm saying. Anybody come through there, you know what I'm saying. I'm clipping up. So I don't even have to go on Clubhouse. I just go to your YouTube and it's automatically on there. Yeah. For oh, sure. Okay. Every room that I'm doing now, I've been doing that for the last couple months. Right. You know what I'm saying? Getting into it. I got an editor helping me out with the YouTube page. been taking off. Going crazy. You, you got people who are in there every night? Yeah, for sure. I got loyal supporters. Loyal hip-hop trend members that been there for a minute uh, that just fuck with Rockstar 2800, though. You okay. know what I'm saying? Just there for me. So 
you know, but yeah, no, definitely. I got the I got the team. You think <laughs> are these people who on average like want to do something in hip hop media? They yeah, want, they want like a career. Yeah, or, no, definitely, okay. definitely. People want to. They're interested, curious. If they're not, uh, uh, if they're not, you, you know, familiar with it, that they, they they're excited about it. They want to get into it, man. We got editors. We got all people with pages. A lot of YouTubers. A lot of people that want to just help however they can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. For networking, that's why I think what you know. I threw a brunch. I threw a brunch from off of there. I no, threw a, a Super real Bowl. life brunch. Yeah, Super Bowl in Arizona. Okay. I threw an influencer brunch, and I brought everybody out. Flacco pulled up. Really? Folks pulled up. Uh, football players, a gang of people pulled up, but a lot of clubhouse members came and supported. Flew out. Drove. What do you think of Flacco? Flacco, man. Flacco, <laughs> man. <laughs> Flacco, man. That's not, a, not an easy question. Yeah, He's yeah. He's a complicated guy. Yeah, that's that, – that, yeah, but no, that's my nigga. No, that's my nigga, though. I, I, I just don't want to get shit misconstrued. Like, that's really my guy. You feel me? He, You know, we was able to know each other on a different level, really holler at each other because I had to pick his brain the whole time I was with him. I had to pick his brain. Mm. You feel me? And understand – like he been through the ringer on Clubhouse. I don't know if you know. He been through the ringer. Yeah. He he come in there some nights and get drilled really? the whole night. Just <laughs> niggas just going at him, just on him. Just and he taking it. Just he the just, usual shit. Yeah, or? I'm talking about hours, bro. Just same shit, old shit. Always talking, bringing up the sixteen shot him shit. You know. <laughs> so I always ask Flacco like, so how was you raised? Like you know where? Because a lot of this shit plays in. Fact, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't know his parents. No, no, he I would t- like to meet he, his parents. He, he tells me like he his mama never told him told him not to tattle. Like he had brothers and sisters. You know how you get into it with your brothers and sisters, uh-huh. and you know you always picking on them this and that, and you come tell on your brother. Right. He never had that. Like he never did all that. His mother never said like, nah, don't stop tattling on your brother, mm. or don't be a tattletale. He never he never heard. Like that's why I told him like different households got different values. You know what I'm saying? And different principles. So I be trying to really take myself out my shoes and put myself in this nigga's shoes. Mm. And then I look at his age. He's 25 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, when you 30, 34, you're going to see all the bullshit you was talking when you was 25. You ain't going to believe all the shit you were saying. Right. You feel me? So it's it's age. It's, it's lack of knowledge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's everything that has to do. You know what I'm saying? Everything plays a part with flying. I love him. Yeah, he's, no, that's he's my great. guy, though. He's definitely smarter. But everybody who loves him also has their critique yeah. of certain things that he no. says and does. Like, he just has a tendency to sort of, like, act as if he knows everything about something with very little real-world experience. Exactly. And he kind of has gotten better at that. But I remember he used to talk about, like, you know, just bum-ass N-words. Yeah. Just sit around smoking Zaza <laughs> all day. And I was kind of like... Bro, like you don't really know anyone like that. Like you, like you know, I know Bro. people like that, but you don't really like. You're just kind of like repeating some shit that you heard other people say about what dudes he, are like. He right? forces his opinion as fact. Yeah, and that's what I tell him: stop forcing your opinion as a fact, nigga. Mm. Like that's not a fact. That it, that's your opinion. It's okay to have your opinion, but don't force it as a fact. But that's what he's known for. He's outlandish. That's what he does. Shout out to Flacco. Bro, back in the day, one of the funniest uh, podcasts ever from the No Jumper universe was the community episode where I was ridiculously high and AD was calling out Flacco about his girl and all the weird 
giving her a ton of money stuff or whatever. I, personally, in regards to that, I just stopped asking questions a long time ago. Boy, you don't even know. Oh, see, man. see, he that's how I know you don't talk to Flock. See, I really know Flock. If I could tell you some shit right now. A that'll word? blow your There's mind. There's updates about his lady. Yeah, what? I don't know. I'm not that super that nigga super boy, that nigga probably could bought a house right now. <laughs> much money. He just said her. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But I, he, he, okay, I'm going to tell this. He came in playing some cash app game. You, you Have you played that game? No. The cash app game, go to your cash app, go to your wife. Go to your wife and see how much you can click and oh, see how yeah, much yeah. she sent you, how much you sent her. Bro, and that's crazy because, like, Crip Mac, when he stopped fucking with that one girl, Lele Cakes, that's what they posted was, like, she posted the screenshot of how much he had sent her versus mm. how – and it was, like, he she, he had sent her ten times as much as she sent him. Wow. So that was basically, like, boom, I won. I won. We yeah. were in a relationship. I won. And I'm like, I cannot believe that this is what technology is. This is like allowing us to view our lives in totally different ways. I have never used Cash App, so I am kind of oblivious to this. For real? You never use Cash App? Nah, because I just have Josh do it. You use Zelle? I do Zelle. Mm, you Venmo? I used to Venmo. Fucking hate Venmo. I used to give. Has, I would give out my Venmo. Motherfuckers got Venmo right now. Kill yourself, man. I used to give out God my Venmo, damn. and people would people fucking- People have Apple Pay, Cash App. Every day, I would get a $1 request from like 100,000 people. <laughs> it was so annoying. I had to learn the lesson to not give out your fucking Venmo. <laughs> and then I, th- I might have got hacked at one point, and they like took my last like 50 bucks out of there or something. Yeah. I don't know. Man, Maybe. hey, hey, why you, why you throw 03 under the bus like that? Okay, do you think I did anything wrong? Man, you threw him under the bus. Greedo reached you, out on, to hold me on, hold on, hold on. and could, told me on, that on, I did on. nothing wrong. Hold on. You consider him as a friend? Yeah. Okay, you was in your feelings because he didn't come to your, do your interview first, right? It wasn't mostly like that. It was mostly just the fact that hold if on. there's paperwork going around of him, that shit is getting out one hold way on. or another, so right? if he done that interview before and that hit your desk, would you acknowledge it or not? Even if he had already done the interview with me, and if someone came to me and said, hey, we got paperwork on this dude. My response would not be like, hey, bury it. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's already coming out one way or another, right? My only response was, I don't do that. I'm not the paperwork review guy. So if you want someone to take a look at it and let you know what they think of it and how valid it is, here's 1090 Jake. This is the guy. I don't see why I did anything wrong. And Greedo reached out to me and told me the same thing. He said he didn't think I did anything wrong. Yeah, now. <laughs> Probably like fuck it. I, I mean, I he's don't. the one who's having to actually deal with the consequences of Ten Nine Jake making that video. You know. Yeah, but if you never passed it along, it would never got out there. Let's yeah, keep it real. It, but it wouldn't have been. It, never, uh, it wouldn't have had bro, a person saying that see, it was real see, or not. See, this is the, the, y'all. It would have just been floating around you, with no context. Y'all underestimate y'all platform. I'm I'm tired of hearing this. Like every time you say no, it won't. Like no, it yeah. You say yes, it would, but I'm saying no, it wouldn't because y'all the biggest. Okay, here's my question. Y'all the biggest. Is it a good thing when snitching comes to light? For who? Is it good for society as a whole and the community as a whole when I, someone who snitched I, is I, exposed I, as a snitch? I, I can't say that. I can't say that it's good. Maybe it's good for street culture, but don't nobody what? else, everybody else don't give a fuck? Well, okay, everybody else, yeah. But yeah. in terms of like the people who care about this kind of thing, the reason well, why we, there are people like 1090 Jake who make those videos that are very popular. Why do people care about other people telling? That's what I'm trying to understand. Why do people care about other people telling? Because people care about authenticity. 
And if your whole identity is based on you being a gangster, and then it comes See, out that there's paperwork about you, then and I agree with you should, on that. It should be brought to light. I agree with you on that, but it should be brought to light in his hood neighborhood. Oh, you know that's not how this works. Everything that happens in everyone's neighborhood is a YouTube video doors. waiting to happen. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's too much shit that a lot of shit that should be behind closed doors and not on the internet. But this shit is trickling into the streets. And this shit is making the shit look bad. But I'm the person you. who hit me up with the paperwork is a gangster, is a dude who's really from the same hood that Greedo is from. I understand that. But and what did he want? He wanted someone to make a YouTube video. But if you really consider him as a real friend, you wouldn't have did that. And that's point blank. Okay. No? I'm very good friends with Brick Baby, right? Yeah. If you hit me up and you said, hey, I got this paperwork on Brick Baby. You know what I'm going to say? What you going to say? I'm going to say. Run it. I know a chubby white boy from Massachusetts named 1090 Jake. <laughs> nah, I need you to holler at nah, him. Nah, <laughs> nah, it's not no, my business. That. I'm not going to be the one reviewing that, it. That's crazy. You even suggesting that, offering that, that shows no loyalty towards your real friend. No, but. That, that's what I'm saying. It's just content with you. It's just not, content. If, if snitching really is as bad as all these gangsters and rappers over the years have persuaded me that it is, it should be exposed even if that person is my friend. It doesn't matter if they're my friend. Okay, now let's Which switch. is different than something similar like cheating. If now, I knew that Brick Baby was cheating on his girl, which I do not for the record, I would take that secret to the grave because I think cheating is something where you should have your bros back. I don't really think snitching's like that. I think it's so <laughs> bad that if it's happening, people deserve to know. I mean, what people, though? The streets. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> the streets, man. We really talk about the streets. I really believe family. what I'm saying, though. I really think that, like, if it's so bad, then it deserves to be talked about. And I shouldn't be involved in hiding it away if it's... And I also was, like, assuming I know Greedo. I trust Greedo. I don't think Greedo would tell or do something whack like that. So when they come to me with it, I'm assuming that 1090 Jake's going to see it and give it a bad review and say, this paperwork stinks. This paperwork's no good. Get it out of here. Hey, you, you straddle the fence a lot. Pause. But, yeah, okay. You don't think so? Um, I don't know. I don't take a hard stance on many things. I, I understand that, but you build alliances, and you know what I'm saying? You're being seen with certain people as, you know, these people are your friends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So there may be other people from other hoods that disagree and may, you know, just by the alliance. Do you oh. ever fear for that? Okay, I was just having this conversation with Esbone about China Mac, where, you know, we see we see Crip Mac getting into situations with people at the Drewski show or whatever, and Esbone was saying like, China Mac, you right there, so they all are considering you a part of what they're repping or whatever, and at a certain point, if shit were to get crazy, I mean, China Mac's kind of like he's he's clearly like aligned himself with that. For me. I do interviews with everybody. Mm. So I don't feel like, even though, yeah, at times it's like, oh, you might have seen me with this person a lot, so you're feeling like I'm with him. Even right now, I do a pod with Wack and I do a pod with Brick. Nobody's confused about where both but of them you know, are from. You know you you skating on thin ice with that, too. That's a good point. I don't know, yeah, you know the truth. Very soon we will not record both shows in the same space. We're going <laughs> to segment that up. <laughs> hey, you and I know the truth. <laughs> we hey, do. Hey, why you won't let Munchie B come up here, man? Why are you turning this into an interview? 
I'm gonna do my. You DJ. thought you was interviewing me. I'm gonna me? do the DJ you and say. Uh, you thought you was interviewing me. Hey, I ask questions. <laughs> I don't answer too many questions. I heard DJ you say that the other day. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Nah, shout out to Munchie B. I got nothing against hey, what's him. What's up, man? You selected politicking. Okay. You say you you say you interview everybody. Okay. Think and, about and it. And I ain't vouching. Listen, the last Munchie time B, they ain't my best friend. The bro. last time that I was forced to make a decision about whether I wanted to interview Munchie B or not was like a couple weeks after Draco died. And he already had a diss song out about Draco. And obviously they had gone at it a bunch on the internet and whatever uh, before that. Now, there's very, very, very few rappers that I have a close enough relationship with where I give a fuck about having a conversation with somebody that's their enemy or whatever, right? But when he had just put out a diss song against somebody that I was very, very close with, right after that, that definitely was a situation where I would have looked crazy as Draco's friend if I had interviewed Munchie B right now, right then. To be honest, I saw a Munchie B clip on street TV or some shit the other day, and I was thinking maybe it would not be as weird now. But mm. I got nothing against him. It's just there's a few people where shit would look kind of crazy. Imagine if, you know, imagine... If, I mean, you interviewed everybody. No, but okay, what if, what if like... Hoover's neighborhood. What, what if AD had some like mortal enemy, which I don't even know anyone like that. But yeah. but then like you know, right now I interview him right after. So do you consider AD a real friend? Our friendship is on hiatus. Man, <laughs> I kind of assume come that at on, some point it'll be restarted. Come to on, to be totally honest, I've been on. alive too long so to you, think that we're gonna just hate each other forever. Although obviously we're not fucking with each other right now, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to understand. Like, I, I thought, I thought, I thought that y'all looked at each other like real friends. I mean, this is a man that was gonna come to your wedding, you know. I like, thought that too. Y'all had plans, right? Like, y'all. Yeah. Felt yeah. like y'all was good outside the building. He peaced out. But so after that, it's like, okay, OG Suicide is still working here. You know, he's still working here. After Wasn't really working here. We were allowing him to use the studio. And actually allowing our employees to do the editing of the TikToks and the but video I'm, itself and uh, making the thumbnails for them. It was basically just me doing them a huge favor for no reason out of the goodness of my heart. Mm. But not all good things can last forever. You think that chair is for you? <laughs> huh? That chair is for you? I didn't even watch the video, so I just saw the the, the He had a folding chair. He had a folding chair. No, I I, I heard. I saw, Did he leave I saw it the here? thumbnail. I don't know. I was assuming it was ours. Oh. No, he took it? <laughs> Damn. No, it wasn't ours, though. We don't have that kind of folding chair. No. <laughs> you like that? What? <laughs> Man, that's cold. So I didn't understand what kind of deal that was. So he never was an employee or no. he was self-contractor? No, he never worked for us. I just told him, like, because he wanted to start a podcast. I told him, mm. I'll help you. I'll let you use the studio. I'll have the employees Is cut the shit for you. Is this out of love for AD? It was, yeah. Let's and then AD left, but I had already become cool with suicide, so we let him keep doing it. But then at a certain point, I pulled the plug. And as is usually the case, he did some weird stuff on the way out, right? And threatened me with a chair. Hey, so where would it ever end? I don't know. We might be too deep. Nah. <laughs> nah. I, I ain't gonna lie, you've been getting spicy, and I've been meaning to ask, like, you've been getting spicy these last couple weeks. Mm. You had black pussy before. I Why have. do you wait till black BBC get in your wife for you to get spicy like this? 
to be honest, let's talk about it. It was kind of like there was such crazy feedback and like so much hate that it just made me feel very free to speak my mind about things. And also, keep this in mind, I did not do any interviews after they left up until the Bootleg Kev interview. So Bootleg Kev was the first person that got to ask me, what do you, what do you think about those guys leaving on camera? Because nobody here had ever really asked me about that. I had shared stuff, but I had never had somebody ask me when that When I see interview. that clip, I'm like, what the hell? Adam tripping. I kept it real. Yeah, but you flexing like you really trying to stun on niggas. Like, let's keep it real. Like, you stunning on niggas. Because they thought they killed me. <laughs> they thought that they killed me off. Me. One of the goats of this shit, rock star. But look, 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 look. Undeniable. All right. Look, all right. I give you, I give you your props. You, you can be my biggest I enemy mean. in the world, and you <laughs> still have to admit that I'm one of the goats of this shit. And that I have the oh, most yeah. viewed hip-hop interview on YouTube with the XXXTentacion interview, I think, last time I checked. But Okay, now this is what, do you believe in substance and con and balance and content? Sure. Do you? Do I believe in substance and balance? Yeah, I just named off one of the best fucking interviews of all time that I did. Okay. And I still do it on but a look, consistent basis over and over and over. Nobody goes as hard as me. Okay, as far as the network. I... I Okay, that's that's good, right? But I just what what happened to the hip hop? I mean, like the real hip hop part uh, of the network. You talk because to a lot of rappers. No jumper is named after a song. I'm balling like an athlete. It's like, come on, like let's 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 like we gotta integrate some real hip hop, some balance and substance around here. So it's no bad. You, you, you no, a real hip hop head no all balance. of a sudden? I always been a hip. -hop. I mean, I've been love for the music. I mean, that's what I. That's what I'm into. What's the hip hop that has you going crazy right now? I, to, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. See, I'm I got massacred for saying that I, a few I, months I'm ago. I'm not excited. I'm gonna keep it real. I said that I mean, and I got destroyed. I, I got the right to say that. I think. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, there's 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 rap I'm into. Man, is there an insane amount right now? No, it's less inspired than it has been in recent memory. No, it is. It is. It's terrible right now. I'm keep it real. But West Coast is coming up. We we'll be having we we'll be having different artists, you know, that's popping up doing their thing. It's some grinding, really in the cut. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, West Coast produce a lot more artists uh -huh. than a lot of. Uh, they're like producing at a rapid pace. None is breaking though. Like none mm -hmm. is really breaking, breaking. We got some, you know, that that that's some that made it out. Blue Bloods Clan doing their thing. Yeah, LA hip hop um, not in a yeah, great yeah, place right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally like I can't really name too many, but and the weird thing about it is that Chicago gang shit, drill shit, as well as like New York drill shit is huge right now. Everybody wants to know about it. So many artists doing millions of views every upload. For some reason, LA, which has like the most complex, craziest street shit. Obviously, Chicago deserves whatever credit they get. But yeah. L.A. got the craziest world, and the YouTube documentaries go crazy and shit like that. But then for some reason, we don't really see any artists popping off as a result. Whereas in Chicago, O-Block is crazy, and then there's a bunch of rappers from O-Block. But do we give them a chance? Do we have a platform to really give them a chance? I don't really. I can't think of anybody who's really going that crazy right now. There, there's but people, do though. we have a platform to give them a chance, though? You got the biggest platform on the West Coast. I'm going to give it to yeah, you. Yeah, and any rapper who has even you. a semblance of 
clout and a, a a decent story gets an interview for the most part i'm always yeah, like la is probably the, the place i do the best job of getting all the young rappers before they pop yeah. off and like just personalities and yeah. shit no my boy put me on you i wasn't up on you really probably on kk i think you put me on cuz with some interviews it's like back when you was at the uh not at the first spot the first first spot you want to hear my, my mo- most recent additions to my playlist Man. Point Me To by Fendi the Rapper and Cardi B. Haircut by G Mac Cash. Money by Young Thug, Juice World, Nicki Minaj. Geeker Party by Punch Made Dev. Dunt Sane by Young Nudie and Baby Dev. Drill. Punch Made Dev. Come on, man. Why are you bumping? I actually, see, you I know, see what I'm I talking actually about? Listen You're to not that. loyal. What? You're not loyal. Oh, fuck all you that. You don't, don't care. I don't even pay attention it's to that. I don't even know you. what they're getting into. Flacco and Punch Made Dev have a beef. <laughs> I thought the whole thing was trolling, honestly. Like, I fucking... Bro, this nigga's serious, bro. Is he? Bro. I I just told Flacco the other day, I said, bro, you know, and, you know, motherfucker been telling me, like, I'm going to have to stop fucking with you if you get on the stand, if you really go to court. Flacco's like, saying that he's going to do that? Flacco Why do you have to turn... How is Flacco any different than me? He's because he doxed him. Yeah, okay, but how is Flacco any different than me? I can tell mean? you I called the cops on 10 people. You're not going to stop talking to me. Just because he's black? No, no. Yeah, and I deal with him a certain way. But he's like a, no, a North Dakota And I black. deal with him a certain way. Different. You, you know, I didn't protected him and did all, you know, a lot of stuff. You feel me? So now it's like, uh-huh. you get on the stand. Now I'm supposed to stand by that as my brother. See, me, I already I can know. See, how be see but look, but this this is what I get from it, too. This is why I tell people, we already know what we're dealing with. Right. Flacco done told us already. He going to call the cops. He going to tell. We already know what we're dealing with. <laughs> you see and the I'm pants. Willing, yeah, you know what you're dealing I'm with. I'm willing to accept that. You feel me? So. Mm-hmm. He tell me up front is what it is. He ain't doing it to me. You feel me? But it's just like, you know, everybody got their opinion about it. I don't give a fuck. Mm. Flock really my nigga. You know what I'm saying? As far as this content shit, he a goat around this motherfucker. He do his shit. He go crazy with it, you know, at a rapid pace. This nigga eat shit, sleep content. This nigga go to sleep on Clubhouse. <laughs> he does? Yes. We got that nigga stored many a time. Talking about, yeah, I'm about to do editing the video. We done editing the video. Nigga going to sleep, wake up, editing the video, shooting the video. Sometimes I feel like I don't know the real Flacco because he comes in here like a crazy ball of energy and he, he doesn't really stop moving. And <laughs> he's like, he be in the house. he's going, he's grabbing something out of the fridge. He's, he's doing something. He's going to the bathroom. <laughs> he's going over here to talk to this person. He's talking to this person. And then he's gone. And it's just, it's just, he has kind of crazy energy. I can't imagine him sleeping. That doesn't compute in my brain. Bro, that nigga snores. The PF that I know does not seem like a he, sleeper. He snores. Really? Yeah. Hey, I want to ask, does Wack 100 have He a- has a list of questions. That's cheating. Man, but come on. Fine. I had to come Whatever ready. you want to do. I had Whatever. to come ready, bro. That's and I crazy. couldn't remember the shit. He's really out here podding And I had, to, I had to ask. I had to He's ask a simple me. question. Yeah, okay. come on. Got to come with it. So, look, does Wack have any information on you? Because y'all know if you ever fall out, on Clubhouse is coming all out. Well, he so just know that Be the world has careful. access to my sex tapes, uh, so he can't like. Yeah, I mean that's nothing, but but I'm saying shit. that's like his old trick is like I'm gonna have a sex know. tape of you. He's he's on some Epstein shit, right? No, he go he not go that shit, him. but like yeah, you know, yeah he likes he likes to keep one in the in the tuck. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna put that on. Yeah. But no, no, no. But look, he he go crazy. You see Tasha K shit? Yeah, yeah. You know, so she's the bad apple. Yeah, you don't fuck with Tasha K. Uh, I never really watched her videos or anything. Yeah. But she does seem like. The women love her. She seems yeah. evil. Yeah, I'm not too familiar either, but the women love her. You know, I saw, I was watching a video of somebody and they said that there's no other black woman 
who's able to hold as large a live audience as her in the culture. For real? But then I tried to think of someone to disprove that, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I can't think of anyone. And what did you see this on? I just saw someone say it, and then I just kept trying to think. I'm like, there's got to be somebody. But then, I don't know. I couldn't think of anyone. Damn. So Tasha K is kind of the GOAT. No, she did her thing, but she got shut down. She fucked up that Cardi B shit. <laughs> yeah. She ain't gonna see no money ever. That's crazy. Fast. What do you even do? It's... What do you do if you're? She her? knows she's reaching for a settlement right now. Yeah. Yeah. You think Cardi is settled? I mean, I feel like Cardi has spent millions of dollars Cardi pursuing this. Bleed her. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you gotta like really respect that level of pettiness, because there's been a bunch of times in my life where I felt like suing somebody to just fuck their life up. Yeah. And just force them to pay a bunch of legal fees. But I never really did it. I always gave up or just forgot about it before I actually did it. Mm. So I really admire the fact that Cardi you sue B a actually lot of people? did it. Um, I've served a few people. Mm. You get sued more than you sue? Probably. Mm. Do you win a lot? You got to deal with a lot of shit as the owner of a media company. A lot of people coming for you. Yeah. I Damn. choose not to disclose the details because I don't want to encourage Is there a behavior. certain type of insurance for that? I've thought about that. Not that I know of. Mm, they need one, huh? Mm. Propaganda insurance. Hey, let me ask you one in between you trying to interview me. What's going on? What's your beef with Roddy Rich? I don't got no beef with Roddy Rich. Well, tell that to Remo who wrote that question. <laughs> Remo. I don't know. <laughs> Remo fucking dumb. Remo wrote that. Uh, Remo, my uh, nigga, what, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, but, I ain't got no beef with Roddy Rich. The, the, your, your room was where the Roddy Rich yeah. storyline started. No, nah, no. Nah, so, right? No, it started in whack shit. Oh. And then it trickled down me because I interviewed Yael, the person. Right. Because I felt like he wasn't getting a voice in there. That's another situation mm. where he wasn't getting a voice in there. He was getting shut down. Okay, well, come on my shit. Come chop it up. Mm. He comes on my shit. Niggas from his hood was getting on there defending Roddy. Mm. And they was going back and forth. And he did the first pull-up <coughs> ever on Clubhouse in real life. Uh, IRL pull-up on someone in yeah, the room that was yeah, talking shit? Yeah, yeah. He pulled up on his homeboy that was in the hood. We heard him in the background. Fighting. Of the dude. You and the dude got the quiet. Fight. Like, as soon as the dude pulled up, the whole time he on Clubhouse, he on his way over At there. that moment, did you wish that you were on literally any other <laughs> streaming platform because there would have been a video no. option? No, no, no. Shit what went crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no. But, but the video ever come out? The video? No, no, no. Because listen. Did Roddy time, Rich ever squabble anyone over that? No, no, no. For real? No. Mm. I'm not from that way. You know, I'm from West Boulevard. I'm from L.A. I'm just curious. All right, that's Compton politics, though. But shout out my nigga Yael, because that was my guy. That's still my guy doing his thing. Uh, you know, he on that uh, song with uh, Wale the Sensei. Yael is? Yeah, Scandalous. Oh. That Scandalous Oh, song. he's on that song? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. He at the end of it. That's an amazing song. Yeah, he at the end of it. Shout out Yael. That's one of the best thing. L.A. anthems in recent no, memory. No, for sure. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. He a part of it. So I be like, to me, I'm a nigga that be... I see a nigga, okay, you got talent, boom. You need to start using that shit. How can I, you know, can I inter can I introduce you know, you know I introduced you, you know first time we met at Drake shit. Drake, uh the battle. Oh the, the battle rap. You read that, okay. I introduced you to Rum Nitty. Shout out Rum Nitty. That was me. I took a picture of y'all and all that. Oh, okay, okay. On anything. So so yeah, my Rum, one and only rap battle. Yeah, Rum Nitty, my nigga, like, you know, so I be knowing certain motherfuckers and I'll be trying to help them push certain shit. Mm. Like Nitty is a nigga that I seen come from nothing. Come from the bottom, you feel me? And that nigga deserve everything he getting right now. You know what I'm saying? One of the top niggas in this battle rap shit. Mm -hmm. Shout out Rum Nitty, for real. That's really my guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? 
So like, I, you know, I've been around. I know cats. You know, Nipsey Hussle. That was one of my best friends. You feel really? me? Yes, rest in peace. That's one of my best friends. We really from the area. Like you got to think. So I, I lived in the six O's as well. You feel me? I stayed in a group home over there. You know what I'm saying? I met Nip when I was 13 years old. Before I got put on West Boulevard, before he got put on six O. You know what I'm saying? So we, I know him as Lil E. Or Myers used to sell CDs and DVDs on Crenshaw Slauson. You feel me? But I was part of that struggle. I was right there. I used to be hustling on that corner selling my little stress weed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I remember I got into with a nigga from over there, told me I couldn't sell over there. And, I, you know, I had to go holler at one of they big homies like, you feel me? Because we really too close. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We really like cousins in this crib shit. You feel me? So, you know, niggas got it straight and all that. Thug in. But Nip, I seen him come from nothing. You know what I'm saying? We really was in them streets together. You know what I'm saying? Before this rap shit. Before all that. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, um, man, it, it, you know, I miss I miss my guy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I ain't no clout nigga. I ain't no, I'm a nigga that really, if you go do your research, you going to see, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm really an extended family member to them niggas. You feel me? Me and Black Sam, we still talk every day. Mm-hmm. Every time I touch down, he, you know, he's showing love. You feel me? I'm I'm rocking Marathon. I'm smoking Marathon. You feel me? All day. You know, this right here is uh, I need all mine. You know what I'm saying? Out the district. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But no, they definitely look out. You know what I'm saying? Me and Sam still cool. I got some shit going on I can't really speak about, but we definitely done some business. You know what I'm saying? Because I actually did music with Nick. Before he passed. What's going on with the Nip uh, or the Marathon store on so the store? The store going to be opening probably later on this year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're going to put the finishing touches. They got the rooftop cracking right now for the private shopping and little events that they do. Really? But they're going to be opening up later this year. They got the Marathon Collective, though, the uh, weed store in Canoga Park. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're going to get the tree. You, you know think that's saying? a good idea for them to make the move to Melrose instead of uh, oh, for sure. staying over there? For sure. I mean, that was always a dream. That was always a dream of Nip. He want he really wants stores in every big market. He want a store, and then his dream is to put like you know uh, his music every time he drop ten thousand copies. He could ship out from every store. Mm. Imagine having ten stores across the United States. Right. Ten thousand. You feel me? You going platinum? Yeah. You going off top? Because you know your stores is landmarks. You feel me? And you know his stores ain't normal. They smart stores. You know what I'm saying? You can go in there and uh, when you uh, Buy a T-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, scan your phone on it, and it shows a music video or some unreleased music or mm-hmm. some shit. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, Nip was ahead of his time, man. But and you're you're gonna different. be able to put out a record that you did with him? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't. That's what I'm saying. I can't really talk about the whole details. And you're stuff. gonna leak it? Nah, nah, I ain't doing none of that. <laughs> I ain't doing none of that. But yeah, we definitely got some shit in the works. You know what I'm saying? I definitely gonna be a part of everything that's going on in the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying with the music that's coming out. Uh, yeah, man, some big things. Uh, I, I definitely got some music coming. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we dropping a theme for Smut Free TV. Okay. Song called No Smut. You know what I'm saying? That's going to kick off the whole brand. You know what I'm saying? Kick off everything. Just make everything just coincide with each other. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the music definitely coming. I got features. You know what I'm saying? From Boosie to Filthy Rich to OMB Peasy. So, you know. But you know who people really probably want to hear a feature with you? Who? The gay crib. Nah, and let's talk about that. <laughs> man, you don't play me like that. I would never do that, cuz. After Flacco played that shit, I couldn't believe that shit. Man, nigga, listen. But look, how much convincing did you do Crip Mac and Brick Baby? To, I didn't like, even keep... know about this See, before it happened, bro. They that's just they asked me, is it cool if they interview yeah. him? And But I didn't know that Crip Mac was getting added to it. So you didn't I, convince none of them? I had nothing to do with the planning of it. Mm. Brick Baby could tell you that. On the dead That's homies. interesting. 
That's interesting. Uh, I, I, they chose this way of life. You had Sharp, Crip Mac, and, and Brick Sharp Baby. looked uncomfortable. Sharp didn't look like he said one word. I Sharp mean, looked kind of high. He, he was didn't just, say nothing. He was. <laughs> he couldn't believe what he was watching, what he was listening to. Subway I don't sandwiches? blame him, bro. When I saw that, like I knew, okay, I knew there was a gay Crip, and I knew they did an interview with him. When I heard his voice and realized like what type of gay dude he was, I could not believe my fucking eyes or ears. That zesty motherfucker is hilarious. You loved it. It was gold for you. Hilarious. You couldn't believe I it. I did. I loved it. I loved it. You proud of them. Let's keep it real. You proud, proud of them. It was a big step for the gay rights you, movement. You yeah. proud of them, huh? Yeah. Well, I identify as a ZD. This, but, a zesty but, disciple. But see, this is the, but, but this is what I'm talking about. This is where I'm talking about the backlash can come out. <laughs> He's laughing. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Because you on bullshit. So look, this is where the backlash... <laughs> That's disciple nah. is so good. See, and, and shout out to the ZDs because I don't know what this nigga talking no, no, about. No involvement I don't there. Know what this is a completely about. separate and this, and this movement. What I'm talking about. You you can have fun with it. I'm not yeah, for to play right. with you. I'm not for to play with you. All right. All right. So look, check this out. So are you, the backlash from this is okay. Now a lot of people are saying that you know the Crip shouldn't sat down with a gay Crip because it's making a mockery of it. It's making a joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So streets want to know like why give him a platform. You know what I'm saying? Why even why even push this agenda? You, you say you had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really plan this or anything, but I, I support and agree with them having the conversation. But you a because that shit was already in the news. Because some, but you didn't warn them like, hey man, this gonna look kind of crazy for y'all. Listen, but you don't care. My understanding of what's okay in the gangbanger world is still fairly limited. I honestly would not really have thought about the fact that people would be mad about it. And even when I was just having a conversation with Esbone, he got a ton of shit for just doing the podcast with Cowboy because yeah. Cowboy took the stand. No, he did. I would not have really expected that. Like, I knew that that shit was controversial when he did it, but I didn't know that Esbone was going to be getting attacked just for yeah. having the, the gall to sit no, down no. with him. So a lot of this stuff, you know, I'm kind of like finding yeah, out. Not, I would not have really known that the Gay Crip interview would have been that. Well, for Crip Mac, actually, I, I'm I'm very surprised that he was willing to sit down with. Yeah, him. it's just some shit I just can't associate myself with. I don't blame you. You know what I'm saying? That I that I won't do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's just you know sometimes this shit, this content word is getting out of hand, out of mm. context. Content is getting out of context. It's crazy. You know what? Is, what is content? Because because a lot of people are saying you selling your soul from content, Adam. Yeah, I've heard that. your wife, question and, guy, and wife. Yeah, that's not even a question on there. You don't get that written down. <laughs> <laughs> that's freelance right there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, but no I, I mean, how you feel about that? Because I'm a different I, type of dude. A lot of people's like, man, why would you like you do anything for content at this point? Right. I, I mean, mean, for me, I think it's all about pushing the limits. And that's why I was willing to try something that was a little bit outside my comfort zone because I kind of knew it would be shocking enough to get people's attention. And that's that's a hard thing to do. But keep it going to keep it going. What? Keep 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 it going. Oh, I was having a great time with it. Mm. <laughs> I was Are you wild. over it? We're still gonna do some crazy shit. Mm. Updates coming soon. Yeah, I seen that. Woo. I'm gonna pray for you, Adam. You better. For real, Somebody bro. better. Because it's like when you look back 10, 20 years from now, are you gonna be able to agree with everything you've done? You know, I've been a horny guy for a long time. So I'm kind of proud that I'm keeping it going into my 
40s. Mm. You know, a lot of people, their dick kind of just shrivels up at a certain <laughs> point. I don't know. Adam, man, you a, you a twisted individual, okay, man? <laughs> well, you're you're a, you're a religious man. Oh, nah. nah really. I believe in God, but I'm not like Christian or anything. You know, I believe there's a God, though. Okay. You know but you're not, like, having conversations with him? Uh, I pray. If something bad happens in your life, you ask him for help? Um, Nah. Very rare. Okay. I got to be down, down to where, like, <laughs> I'm asking God. You like, deal with please. depression? Uh, Depressed. Have I been depressed? I have been depressed. From what? Uh, Deaths. Mm. People dying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I lost a lot of shit. A lot of homies. Really? You know what I'm saying? How old yeah. are you? I'm 34. Just turned 34, August 6th. 34. Yeah. And 34. you're making all your income from the internet right now, or what's going on? Yeah, I'm full-time with this shit. I don't do no street shit. Ooh, that's not even what I meant, but that's good to know. No, that's 100. Mm. You probably wouldn't tell me if you were. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's what it is. I mean, you can smell it on somebody, I feel like. If they're breaking know, the law? I mean, you know, mm. you can see. You you could tell. Yeah. Somebody really on that. You know, I still got mannerisms like that because I come from that. You think I'm breaking the law? But uh have you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have you? <laughs> have you? <laughs> you breaking street laws, hood laws, but you don't care about the street code. Yeah. You 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 really don't care about the street code shit, huh? It's not really my world. Yeah, but you you nah, you can't say that. See, you see how you just contradict yourself? Well, I'm just It's not, not really my world, but I like to entertain and indulge in and hear my company. All right. No jumper. You know, we talk about street politics. We talk from about Chicago it, right. to LA, bring ops on here so they can talk about how they're going to kill you, each other. Uh, Let's talk the truth. Like, I believe that I have not engaged in a criminal conspiracy. So, therefore, mm. I'm okay with. Having Has these your name got brought up in court? Any type of court documents? Not that I any know. of these gang members? I don't think so. Interview no Vlad type shit. You know, I, I don't think that's happened to Vlad. Yeah, remember the uh, Casanova, right? Didn't that shit get bring up the interview? I don't think so. From Vlad? Or I don't know. I've heard Vlad talk about why this is not true because mm. there was a whole fake news article about the Arab case mm. in particular. But if the court does end up using any of my content. Uh, you know, whatever. Free. I mean, uh, you're not going to say nah. It's not like I can stop them. What am I going to do? It's on YouTube. All they got to do is watch it. Mm. So it's not really my business. Mm. You look up to Vlad? Yeah. For real, huh? Oh, yeah. You wish that was your daddy? Not literally. <laughs> I don't know how that would really benefit me. Be real, man. It means he would have had man. me as do like a 10-year-old. Do you look at him like too. a father? Do you if, look at him like a father? Not as a father. Hmm? No. No. No, I don't think my relationship with my dad mirrors my relationship with him. But mm. he's always been very, very good about, like, I can just ask him about whatever. Yeah. He's fully, like, taking time out of his day to, like, run me through things business-wise, let me know how he does shit. Mm. Uh, and he's definitely somebody that I feel pushes the culture forward. He's done a lot of the most epic interviews of all time, and he doesn't really get that much credit for it. And I remember, like... When I first met him and we went to get some fucking Chinese food together at some mall back in the day in like 2017, maybe 2018, and I remember him just telling me, he goes, you know, I interviewed Tupac's rape accuser, and I didn't even know that at the time, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. 
yeah, really? And he's just like, yeah, well, he goes, I interviewed Cardi B. He's like listing off a bunch of the interviews that he did like early on. Yeah. And he's just like, think about all those are important fucking pieces of history. And like, I don't know, like just the way that he talked about it made me realize like how important this content could be. And also the X interview definitely had that impact on me where it was like, oh, okay. I did a random fucking interview with this kid and it went on to become like one of the biggest pieces of content ever. Like definitely probably like the biggest thing I ever did in my life. And I did that in like the first year of me doing interviews. So I got this crash course in how big and important content could be and how many lives it could change and shit. Just like immediately as soon as I jumped into the game, you know? Yeah, that's a good coach though. He doing his thing. He definitely a goatness. Hey, why does Joe Budden and them hate you so much? That's what I want to know. I don't know if hates the word. Well, Ish hates you. Ish. Right. He hates you. <laughs> he hates you. You know what it is? I'm like, hey, look, man. Have you been on there? He's you trying. There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched him. And so that's is the problem. Is all content? He tried to do this, like, boring ass, like, you ask gang members about gang stuff argument on the show. And it didn't go anywhere. It didn't win anybody over. Everybody thought it was lame. Yeah. And he's just still pushing it. Like, he just really thinks that this is, like, the narrative that's going to win him some points is just by talking about, like, you interviewed King Vaughn and you asked him about FBG Duck. That's bad. You're a bad man. It's just like, <laughs> bro, shut the fuck up. Nobody is falling for this bullshit argument. This is yeah. such, like, a 2018 take. It's, like, the ultimate, like, rap dad take. And he right now he's, he's plotting his response where he's going to be like, I'm really from this culture. I really seen that shit, bro. I seen motherfuckers dying. It's like, bro, Why you shut the fuck up. <laughs> just get over it. That? Like, I'm going to interview someone that this is their ops and their music and i'm gonna ask them about like what did that line mean or like why did you have something to say about this dude if they put it in the music i'm gonna talk about it and see that's why i agree with you in in certain aspects when it comes to this media shit because you know i've been dealing with a lot of shit me being a street nigga trying to do this media shit Mm. and my thing is if it's on the internet we're gonna talk about it you know what i'm saying like Mm. I didn't bring it to the internet. I'm not breaking it. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm just commentating on it and speculating on it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I don't have no real opinion on it. Like, we have opinions, but our opinions don't matter. Right. <laughs> it, you know, it. you can choose if it matters to you or not, mm. but it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Right. You know, I had to call, you know, niggas be hitting me, you know, over all this shit. Uh, you know, shout out to Dago. You know, uh, San Diego, they was. Call Dago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Dago. You know, my cousin from East Dago Mob and shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, some shit got tricky with the whole shit with the Boosie shit with whack and all that shit and all that. You know, they, they, you know, they, they vouching. They saying that he ain't no rat. You know what I'm saying? They saying that all that shit is false. And who the guy that was on Instagram Live when Boosie got caught up with yeah, the gun? Yeah, 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 yeah. But because Wack was saying that he was a rat. Yeah, but it was a gang of guys out there. A lot of people were speculating that that, that dude might have been a, a informant of yeah, some sort. But, but see, they're not going for that. You know what okay. I'm saying? And I'm tapped in with some real hood niggas out there. Shout out hoodie from the hood. Feel me? Niggas brought niggas to the table. Little CS. You know what I'm saying? These is respectable niggas from down there. Feel me? And they brought the nigga to the table, brought his paperwork, you know what I'm saying? And I just put it on the platform for him and let him know, like, look, you know. Because I'm just, look, I'm here to hear both both sides of the story. Don't mm. think I'm siding with nobody. 
I ain't got no side. I'm a free agent out here. I ain't yeah. And I'm looking for sponsors too. <laughs> I gotta throw that out there. Looking for sponsors, man. Tap in. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I can't I, I've been noticing there's been a lot of pick and choosing. A lot of pick and choosing selective politicking Meaning in this what? media game, man. In what way? You know what I mean too. Let's hear it. You know what I mean? Be much, much more specific. Huh? Nah, nah. I don't nah, get nah. it. You want me to go in? Sure. Want me to go in? Selective All right. politics. All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. When you was on vacation, uh-huh. when Lushy Lush uh-huh. was popping his shit, uh-huh. what big rock star do? I ain't, mm. I ain't let him talk bad on you. You loved it. You were, no, because you were going in on him about the Lupe thing. Yeah, yeah, but no, I I think we talking about the interview shit, though, when he interviewed me. Okay. Remember, he interviewed me, asked me about some allegations and oh, whatnot. Okay. And a lot of people was like, oh, you handled that a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I was receiving me. You was more in contact. You was okay. on vacation. Right. You feel me? You was feeling me, man. You was like, yeah. 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 I was like, Rockstar that's cool. sticking up Thanks. for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but then good. you was on bullshit. On lush. I like but that. then yeah. you was on bullshit. What? You was on bullshit, Adam. I was like, Adam, stop playing. Give me a date. I was trying to stop push you playing. to get some some topics together. Stop like, playing, what, Adam. What kind of beef nigga? you got to talk about? When I was talking about lush, nigga, it wasn't no. Nah, see. I never told see? you to go at Lush. Nah, but I know remember that. Lush made a video saying <laughs> that he thought that I, I sent you to attack him. I know. That was so funny. I, I was on vacation I laughing know. my ass off at the Reddit every night. Nah, oh. man, I ain't got no problem with Lush, man. You need to leave Lush alone. Let, just let Lush live. I'm not talking about him. Let Lush live. We're in like a rare lull That's in what I'm Lush saying. talking you, about me. But you're getting you to so the lucky. point, I feel like you did your stunting. You just told niggas to get a million views. Mm-hmm. You just did all your stunt. I figured now it's just like, I ain't got to talk about nobody no more. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep talking about me, but I ain't got to talk about nobody no more. You know? Because we got some other shit going on. This whole You, know, you got to be player arc- about it. Adam, you got to be player about it. Rockstar, this is the thing is that that whole recent arc was just because I went on Bootleg Kev. And they asked me, and he asked me, do you think those guys, he said, those guys are probably making more money now, right? And I said, no. No what? Nah, AD getting his chili. But that I was. I can't speak for everybody That was else. the whole I'm thing. I'm going to speak for AD. AD getting his chili. And you know AD been getting chili for a minute. Do, do I? I no? You don't know? I mean, he was getting chili for me. Pause. What? Ugh. <laughs> so you say AD ain't never had like no other shit going on other I got no idea. than this. I have no idea what he got going on. But you could tell he's surviving without. Well, he's. <laughs> this is the ultimate you setup. You're piece. acting like I just said you something crazy. Piece. I'm trying to figure this out, bro. You're like, is he surviving? Like, <laughs> and is I say, y'all? yes, he is surviving. But he's alive. And you're like, oh. Because it's like, do you ever do you ever think y'all will ever get back to being friends? Because if you did talking like this, y'all never. I already said be. we're on hiatus. Yeah, but it's like. He'll come around. He'll come around. He was misled. Bad management causes a lot of people people grief. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, who you talking about, pun? Who? Oh okay. Oh, big pun from the Bronx. I mean, let me know some man. Dead in the middle, the little Italy, little did they know I didn't do diddly. <laughs> man, Adam, that's the gotta, only pun I know. Adam, you got to leave that shit alone, Adam. What? And I and you know I actually talked to uh, AD Big Homie Hove. 
you know, I don't know if you've seen his rant. No. You know what I'm saying? He was coming on at you, Snoopy bad. Jay-Z. <laughs> Alright, man, I'm done. Well, there's I'm, another hope. I'm, I'm done, man. Shout out to Captain Crips, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm about no to idea. entertain this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but let's talk about Poopy Badass. You know what I'm saying? You bring You don't it. like him? Man, come poopy. on, man. Come on, man. Now, there's a name I recognize. Come on, man. That nigga. Snoopy. Bro, you got to start. Bro, do your homework, man. Really do your homework before you start interviewing these niggas, bro. I did. For real. I not, did, nah. Well, what do you, what should I have shit, asked him that I didn't ask him? The whole wacko shit, him acting like he didn't know who wacko was, and the OG nigga was like, oh, yeah, he good. He good. He know who wacko is, nigga. Wacko got his ass ran, nigga, for them fades. Really? Yeah. All right, he know so. who wacko is. He tried to act like he ain't So know they were running is. game on me in the interview? He man, was acting like, Man, come on, oh. man. All that King of Compton. Come on. I know you don't believe that. I know for one minute you don't believe that. I don't you know. Who is, who is the king? <laughs> Kendrick. I would say Kendrick. Okay. Kendrick, that's safe to say. I think people will. Snoopy Badass, agree. if he was here right now, would say, well, Kendrick ain't, no, listen, he ain't, he ain't listen, Compton. He ain't Snoopy rah, 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 rah. is in, in, in hip-hop conversation, West Coast hip-hop, any hip-hop conversation, he is not mentioned. How dare you? <laughs> and, and that's the truth. That's the fact. So for a nigga to get up on here capping, trying to chase this clout, trying to chase, nigga 38, 39, chasing I don't know what he chasing, but all that shit was capping on there, bro. I I just can't agree with that shit. That nigga was in Arizona, staying in Surprise, Arizona, when he was out there trying to ride my wave because I had shit rocking and rolling. Nigga begging me to bring an eighth. Nigga live an hour away. I'm like, bro, listen, I'm cool, bro. I ain't even I ain't even on that type of time. You know what I'm saying? I run into him in the club. I'm with my nigga from 6-0. You know what I'm saying? He in there with Dickies, Chucks on. You know what I'm saying? We in V-Live. Like, this nigga looking like something out of colors. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? This nigga crazy, bro. I can't believe that, bro. Y'all got to... And just all the capping. Just all the capping got to stop, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, really do your homework. Because some niggas, like, it's going to get niggas hurt, bro, out here in these streets really capping. You know what I'm saying? Content going to turn real. You know what I'm saying? Because of no jumper interview. You never know. You know what I'm saying? And you all for that, though. Rockstar just hit us with a rant. You love that, That's that good content. Yeah, man. Rockstar Rants. I like Snoopy. I like him. Yeah, you want to give him a job, huh? The job? I don't know about that. So you think he pressed he pressed Big Baby or what? Because that's that's what the streets want to know. The streets want to know this Adam Twenty Two because because <laughs> we was watching this the other day. <laughs> hey, the homie, huh? Matter of fact, we were watching this yesterday, huh? Nigga, the homie pointed out we slowed it down. You you said that he turned it down. That Brick Baby turned it down. Let's talk about it. Not that he turned it down, but he didn't create a big fight or whatever he could have done he like he said one of the he asked me what was acceptable i said just don't hit anyone so they avoided that which i think is probably good i don't know street saying adam 22 said brick baby turned it down i don't know what that see now that shit starting now that shit starting now you really want me to sit seat but nah (laughs) i'm not even gonna get on that you know what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's my nigga though yeah, you know damn. I'm, I'm like realizing as you say that though that what I said in that conversation yeah. probably did come off exactly. too much like that, and I'm like, oh wow, exactly. That is kind of awkward. Listen, we watch all this shit. My nigga right here, he watch everything. It's my nigga KK. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He helped me run Hip Hop Trends Clubhouse. Okay, feel me? He's my second moderator. He top moderator. He be running shit in that motherfucker going crazy. I'm the top moderator. You know what I'm saying? He be doing podcasts with Flacco too. Oh, word. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flacco, you know, okay. he be clickbaiting my nigga. Uh, L.A. Crip. 
They could be clipped back, my nigga. Who do you think is going to win in this uh, battle, DJ, you or, or Big Folks? Oh, I'm on Big Folks' side, though. So, yeah. You know, Big He doesn't folks. need any help. He's a much larger man. Yeah, no, no, no. Big Folks ain't got to fight nobody, man. We, we, we fuck with Big but Folks. But do you believe right the narrative that Big Folks lured him into a Flacco uh, interview under the pretense that it was going to be a no jumper interview? We talked about it on the Big Folks. So I'll send you the clip. All right, because I, I got to hear his rebuttal to that. Yeah, he went crazy. I mean, you know, Folks know. don't hold no punches. He don't give a fuck. I know he's not stoked. You know, they call him Folks the Chicago Wag 100. Really? Yeah, no, he go crazy on the internet. With big shoes to fill. I don't think it's too out there. Whack respect him. Yeah. Whack respect the shit out of folks. Folks be talking that shit. He got huh? two bodies. You got him that guy. <laughs> he killed two Mexicans, he said. Huh? Yeah. He, he, That's crazy. He he gladly speaks about bodies. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I'm like, hey, man. That's big folks. You feel I me? I asked him if he was still seeing shadows <laughs> in his room. He said, nah. Man, listen, folks still out here young, flying everywhere. Yeah. Uh, big Airbnb mansions, you know what I'm saying, when they touch down. Is he managing you? You feel me? Nah, nah, he ain't managing me. He going to make you get a Kevo we, body. We, we definitely in part of, hey. You, you down? Nah, nah. What if big folks nah. can get a sponsor? You don't want a Kevo body? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Shout out Kevo, though. Hey, I ain't going to lie. Kevo would be working out, though. Right. So that's one thing about it. Like, nigga can't just go get that and not... You know, Kevo in the gym, I met him and his assistant. Uh, we actually interviewed him uh, in Arizona the other day. Well, that's why it's so crazy because he's like, he's got muscles, but he didn't like lose that much body fat. He just had it sucked out of his fucking stomach. So now he's still got like fat like in his arms and in his legs and shit, but he, his, his waist is super tight from the fucking lipo. So it's like he just looks crazy. His fucking muscles look huge and his waist looks like really small and defined. Pause, yeah. but I've been I've, be looking at I've always race, been brother. a big bodybuilding fan, I so bet you have. yeah, never really like went crazy with it myself, but always been interested in it. No, too gay. So, are you are you are you do you dibble and dabble? No, no, <laughs> you sure? Ugh. You positive? Hell no, okay, vaginas only. Okay, okay, talk that shit, Adam. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. People want to know, <laughs> people want to know, I'm think you're really gay. What? Man, I if I was gay, God. there would be some evidence of it. If I was gay, it would people probably gay, it would probably be bigger than the BBC storyline. I don't know. People, it's think not gay. like it would be a a, a secret. People a little think you was there recording. Thing. Was you there recording? No, I was at home playing poker. Mm. You stand on that? Yes. Mm. On the dead homies. Mm. You ain't got no dead homies. Oh, yes, you do. I got way too many dead homies. Oh yeah. Duh. Okay. Okay. So you gang gang. Would you do a song with Six Nine for a million bucks if Wax sets it up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're a cold pee. Uh, see, but see, this is a good question, right? Because a lot of people are saying that they wouldn't when they would. I think you should take it. You could talk your way out of it after. I mean, listen, you never know until you're in that position. That's all I can say. You know, it depends on whatever you position position you in. Mm. Let's say you, if you already a millionaire, already up. Right. Do you still? Do you still lower your standards, your morals for that, you know? A million bucks. I'm just saying, what's a million bucks to a millionaire, a multi-millionaire, though? You'd be surprised. I mean, I don't know. I mean, just having a million dollars does not mean that I'm going to stop hustling or stop wanting more. No. Once you get a million bucks, a million dollars no longer seems like a big deal. But that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. Typically. A million dollars is nothing to a millionaire, right? You could, like, get in a car accident and lose a million So why bucks. would I sell my soul for that? 
True. Which is really nothing. What's up with you and Troy Av? Man, Troy, yeah, that's funny. Did he sleep with your baby mama? <laughs> nah, that nigga ain't sleep with my baby mama, man. That's shit say comedy. He did? Yeah, man, that shit, man. Tell me the Troy Av story. Troy Av, uh, booked him for a meet and greet. Uh, one of the first Super Bowls, probably like 20... I don't know when is this, like 2013, 2014. I don't know. It was it's some shit going on. We did a meet and greet, five hundred dollars. Shout out to Hovain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hovain was his manager. Hovain, rest in peace right now. Right. Big fat guy. You know what I'm saying? That was my guy. How many Remy? people showed up to a Troy of five hundred dollar meet? Nobody. And greet? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it Sorry, real. Sorry, Troy. Sorry. I'm gonna keep it real. Nobody. 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 Uh, but five hundred dollars is a lot of money. I wouldn't nah, have the I mean, nerve to do was, a five hundred dollars. No, it, it was low. It was low for me at the time. He had two songs on the radio. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So this is at the time when he got two songs on the radio in Arizona. So I'm like, okay, cool. Five hundred dollars. That's straight. You know what I'm saying. Rent it. Boom. Right. You know he pull up, but he stayed for a little bit longer. Like I said, we gotta. It's always been cool. Like even then, after then, when he came back to Arizona, we bump into each other. Mm-hmm. Boom. I'm in the studio. I'm trying to get him verses. You know what I'm saying? Regular like that. Shit like that. Whatever. Just shit like that, bro. It don't be nothing. When it came to trying to do music, he was acting nonchalant. You know what I'm saying? When it came to do verses, he was trying to overcharge me. And I, you know, I probably have a thousand. Like, hey, bro, I'm gonna give you this stack. Oh man, I'm gonna do a fifteen hundred up, two thousand type shit like that. And I'm like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm chilling. Feel me? Because I'm really helping you, trying to help you get. Other shit, you know, I'm selling verses. You know, I'm always that type of nigga when I'm around. I got mm-hmm. the tree, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the mix. So anyway, aside from that, just, I don't know. Um, the whole Vegas shit, my baby mama, after we broke up, she went out to uh, Vegas with her homegirls, all that, and they ran into each other. She know I just did a meet and greet with this man and all that. You feel me? So it's regular talk. She ain't never went upstairs, never did nothing there at the table. Feel me? He offering to buy her and her homegirl some drinks. Some just regular shit. That's what it is. I mean, to me personally, me and her not together. And even if we was, that's what females do. They go out to bars, clubs, et cetera. Niggas going to try to buy drinks, do all that. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So to, for him to insinuate that, all that, that shit was cap. Nigga, my baby mama came on clubhouse, nigga, and went in whack room, nigga, and told them niggas, like, nigga, Fuck, like, nigga, I didn't do all that. So, I mean, all that shit documented. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like, because the shit really bullshit. And Troy Ave on my mama, nigga, you don't want to see me with these hands, nigga, on everything, nigga. And I done told whack that too, nigga. And niggas don't want to talk about that, though. You know what I'm saying? So, so you can say whatever you want to say. I ain't offended by it. I'm too much of a player. If you really know me, too much of a player to even care. But the fact that you're trying to play on my character like I'm a sucker on my mama, nigga, you really get these hands, though. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't want to do that, then shut up, nigga. On everything, nigga. Because we really run shit around here, nigga. I don't know about all that fuck shit niggas doing out there in New York letting niggas rat and shit, nigga. We exterminate shit out here, nigga. Just know that, nigga. So stop playing. But I ain't out here making threats or, or doing none of that. But, nigga, if you want to see me from the hands, you can see me from the hands. Nigga, on everything. Because all that internet game shit, you know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't playing. That's what I'm saying where people get this content shit fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Just you niggas see me on YouTube and all that, cuz on Crick. Just know we really like that. You know what I'm saying? I really be turning it down on some cool shit, humbling myself, nice with these interviews. But on me, we ain't gonna condone no sucker shit. Nigga really a rat. Nigga got on the stand, told whatever business him and Wack got us between him and Wack. But on my mama, Wack ain't gonna be able to save you from everything. 
You know what I'm saying? So just know that, nigga. Keep on playing. Nigga, I ain't playing with near nigga. So you're saying you want to see him in Baby Snaps' alley? <laughs> nah, not in Baby Snaps. You can see me in Adams, nigga. Ooh. On Adams. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Or we can come where he at. Because he's somewhere around here. Hollywood, Vegas, He stays wherever. out here now. I didn't know Yeah, that. yeah. Oh. Yeah, he probably got security around him 24-7. Listen, like I said, I'll catch a fair fade with you, homie. I ain't worried about all that. I'll give you the head up. Don't make it nothing that ain't got to be. Straight up. Damn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Troy and that's just what it is. Cause a nigga want to play, get on Clubhouse and cap. Cause a nigga told us so. This what really happened. We was cool after all that shit. When the shit went down, when he told and all that, I was trying to give him a platform on Clubhouse. Mm. I told him, come on, come holler. We texting. He telling me he trying to sell the interview. Uh, they building the interview for one hundred eighty thousand. I got the text message. He bidding the interview for one hundred eighty thousand. I'm cool. like, exactly. Exactly. That's my whole thing. I'm like, to who? 180000 for this nigga interview? Who the fuck doing that? So he go on there capping like, um, he go he go on there capping, basically saying like, oh yeah, that nigga broke. That's why I told him 180000 I knew he wasn't going to have it. But that's not the fact. The fact is, nigga, nobody wanted to do an interview with you in New York. You had to run west, get up on the whack so whack could press the line for you, nigga, to get up on bootleg Kev, to get up on no jumper, Let's keep it real. You admit it. You, you told him, hey, man, whack hit me, man, for this interview. I mean, I would have done it. What the fuck do I man, care? Man, stop playing. Academics did it, too. I'm understanding that. But did anybody in New York do it? Well, not the mainstream Exactly. Interviews. He probably would have liked nigga, to get, like, a breakfast niggas club. Niggas ain't fucking with him in New York. He could have been on breakfast club. Why he ain't go? Yeah, but it's because they're all tax dick riders, which I, I fuck with tax, too, but that's tax not going to snitch, st- too, though. But they that's not going to stop me from doing a fucking shit. interview with somebody that he has a problem with, even though I fuck with tax. That ain't my problem. I'll still have a conversation with him. Yeah, I ain't worried about niggas, though. But I'll just be tripping off this content shit, bro, how niggas, like, versus real life. You feel me? Like, everything before content and talk, but like you know, like what? Like I feel like whack a different person in person versus Clubhouse. He's still pretty crazy in real no, life. No, he cra- you know he's crazy, but <laughs> he's easier, more approachable, and True. talkable. A lot you of times when I hear his Clubhouse clips, it is he very go crazy. He wrestler. Go crazy. He, but on there, strategic for him. It's a tool. See, Clubhouse is really a tool for niggas like us, street niggas, mm-hmm. right? And we transformed it into the media, right? Right now, I can narrate anything. I can, I can, I can highlight any. Thing I, I want to, we gonna talk about it. I just send it through right now. Boom, put a title up. Boom, got to crack. I create the conversation. I get the conversation going. I could bring people in there that people want to talk to that probably could never talk to on their own. I, I feel like Clubhouse is gonna be limited because it's Clubhouse. I would rather be a YouTube streamer or a Twitch streamer or some shit if I was gonna do that. Like, think about academics when he's on his stream. He got his Discord or whatever, so he can just like tag different people in and just talk to them yeah, on it or Discord, whatever. Yeah. To me, like, that makes more sense yeah, than, yeah. like, Shout out to going on Clubhouse all the Shout time. I don't know. But, no, that's what I'm saying. You just got to monetize the rooms. You feel me? You got to know what to do. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? How much money get can sponsors. you make? You can get sponsors, too. Cause, like you know, who? We could push it in a link. You know, the other day I saw it's, a boxer sponsored by Winchell's. The fucking real? bagel spot. Yeah, anybody. I just saw, uh, we was just on... Yeah, raising Cane raising Cane sponsors. sponsors yes, sponsors Theo Vaughn's that's podcast. Big money. That's big money, right? That's there. uh, they that, got that money. pisses me off because that's something that I really fuck with is raising Cane. <laughs> I, I really like their food a lot. <laughs> I would love to be sponsored by them. 
Oh yeah, you like chicken tenders and fries. Yeah. <laughs> That's your favorite. Well, food? I'm more I love Popeyes the most. For real? Yeah. Don't man, you gotta stop eating that shit. Ugh, it's terrible. I know. I'm trying to get. No, in shape. I like it. I love it too. I love it too shit, much. I'm shit, trying to get in shape. Though. That shit'll kill you. Leave Popeyes behind. That shit'll kill you. You know they cloning people off the chicken. Yeah. You seen the movie? I'm down with that. The Jamie Foxx movie. Clone me. Oh yeah. Sure. You want? It, it might be another you, like somewhere else, on the other side of the world. I want to clone myself and then make him wear a suit and have him do security for me. <laughs> and he can do MMA and shit. Would you do your life different? <laughs> Would you do your life different? If I could? Yeah. Well, some things, sure. Mm. What would you do different? I don't know. Did you ever expect it to be this big? Probably wouldn't have fucked that bitch with AIDS raw. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, I don't know whether to believe you or not, because I don't know if you're really into that shit. Hell no, I get tested every two weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Sucks. But I, I seen somewhere you say you caught a gang of shit too, though. Oh, I got burned a few times too. Yeah. Oh yeah. But after fucking your wife, or before during, fucking your wife? Mostly during. Mostly. Oh, fucking another bitch. Most of the times that I got burnt, she got burnt but, right alongside me. So how do me. you get burnt if a bitch tests good, positive? I mean, because think about it: the girl could have gone to the bar the night before and fucked some random dude. When does the test? It's not a night before. It's like no, six every days. two weeks. So it's like. I've known girls. I remember fucking introducing different porn star girls that I knew to rappers. They fucked the rapper, and then the next day they're shooting porn with professional porn dudes mm. and exposing them to potential life-threatening illnesses mm. like chlamydia. Yeah. No, you can get rid of that, right? It's nothing. Just stick a needle in your ass. Boom, you're good. But it sucks because you got to wait like a week before you can shoot. Yeah. So see, fucks your whole game see, up. see, that's why we so different, right? Because it's like you you can catch STDs with your wife, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm that's like no black motherfuckers can do that, like, and explain that to. Oh, they can. No, it's not gonna happen. Damn near all the fucking porn stars that I know are black. Well, oh, not yeah. not all, but a large that, percentage. Are they in relationships? Some of them probably. Some of them are probably too horny. No real black girl. <laughs> Some sort of black woman. I see I one assume. Asian dog. You like that? Uh, you don't know what to do with I've that. I've been knowing her since back in the day. Yeah, but have you had you had some ghetto pussy? Bro, long live Vaughn. The like, Asian doll, I need that. See, but that's see, long live Vaughn. That's not honoring his name by fucking his girl. I think Sp- he would understand. Speaking of fucking girls. He would understand. Won't you fuck Tania? He's a savage. Um, Because I hear she in your DMs, you know what I'm saying? She want to see what that light. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do that for the culture one time. Just slut her out. Fuck I don't it. know, man. Fuck it. Slutter out. Crim back gonna be mad though. You know you're gonna listen, have to catch You gotta understand though. I have to explain to my girl why this is a good idea. <laughs> be like <laughs> picture me trying to tell my girl, listen, Damn. she's Snoopy badass's baby mama, and <laughs> she's recently been dating Crip Mac. <laughs> She's got a soft white underbelly interview where she talks about being a prostitute. Let's fuck her on camera. My girl's going to be like, how many followers does she have? I'm going to be like 4,000 or some shit. Now she up there. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, it's not going to move my girl. But you got to understand, I don't even tell my girl about most of the shit that goes on on this podcast and shit. She doesn't have any idea. She'll say, who are you interviewing tomorrow? I'll say. Three rappers that you'll never understand if I told you their names. Yeah. She's like, okay, never mind. <laughs> no offense to Sinia, I just don't think I could sell the misses on it. Damn. And it feels kind of grimy 
to like do that to Snoopy. I don't know. That's my boy. She got a bad track track record with niggas. Her? Yes, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. If you if you fuck both Crip Mac and Snoopy Badass, that's pretty legendary. And one of her other baby daddies supposed to be a snitch. We ain't gonna talk about that though. Ooh. That's some other shit. Interesting. All right, I gotta piss. You know, you know. I gotta go. Rockstar twenty eight hundred. Well, fuck you too, nigga. Well, I'm not going to do a fucking four-hour clubhouse session with you. Sorry. <laughs> this motherfucker's used to going long. <laughs> hey, pause. He likes extending pause. that shit. Pause. Rockstar 2800, tap Snuff in with him. Man. Subscribe to the YouTube. Y'all know what's happening. Rockstar 2800, hit us on clubhouse. Follow the IG, Smuffree TV. Y'all know what it is. Like, comment, and subscribe. No jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. I did it in the wrong order. We out.